And off we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the circus. <laughs> Just to call it, really. first revisit um, the pointers last night. So see if you can find the character. Okay, so rest the body. <clears throat> Once you focus on the body relaxing, the mind slows down just a little bit and your attention is somewhat more manageable. your perception back to where you can see the character. The Tammy, the Susan, the Veda, the Connie, the Shamala, the, the character. The one that goes by. The name that's so familiar to you. The name that's called, that makes you turn around and say, huh? Yes? What? So that character that's readily available every moment that the body's awake. Just see that character. And pull far behind the character. Let your perception draw far far back to a wider view and let's see if there's a recognition that where you're looking from was valid, was there before the character started up its story be that 30 or 50 or 70 years ago See if you can detect that that point you're viewing from is maybe even outside of linear time, not quite subject to time in the same way that the character is. See if you can feel that. And you sense that it wouldn't really make sense to say, to say, well, yeah, that perception started with this character, with this body-mind. Really? The body-mind, the character would say that. Because it thinks there's nothing beyond itself, sometimes. You're looking at the character from a place that doesn't really respond to linear time. rest there.
This is where perception arises from. When identification no longer happens or when awakening has happened or has stabilized. So that point of perception that is prior to the story of you, prior to the character. See if you get a sense that there's more of a wider view there, that it's broader than any me, myself, I subjective perception. See if you can recognize it. Don't make anything happen. It's about it showing itself to your attention, to your perceiving mechanism in the mind. This is about the mind, the human physical mind, playing catch-up to recognize what's really going on. Awakening is for the mind. looking from that place that is outside of time and within its view there is the character with its potentials and stories and experiences. something arises, like fear or an emotion or a thought, if something arises from there, it comes through like a wisp of smoke. It has no substance. Unless you zoom forward into the character and then it's me feeling, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not getting it. Oh, I feel fear. And you've zoomed into the character again. Let attention remain in that wider view. We could call it the totality. We could. But any word would limit it. Because the body-mind is still within the movie, there needs to be a place where the character is recognized. So find the connection between that timeless point of perception and the character. And the connection, if it's not overlaid by thought, the connection will be one of love. 
Not love because of or for, but just love. It's love that rolls out from pure perception to manifestation. That movement, that rolling out, is love. And at that point of manifestation, it hasn't yet divided into subject-object. It isn't pure perception loving the character. That's not it. It's not something loving something. It's, it's prior to that breakdown. Because that breakdown happens within the character's mind. You're pulling back to pure perception. And recognize. See if you can see that the connection between pure perception and the character, that that connection is love. if there is still access to it, or if mind has jumped in with some story and your awareness has been booted out of your perception. If it has, be persistent and see if you can drop back into it again. See if the character can be viewed from a deeper point where your attention arises from. And deeper still, it shows itself to be pure perception, where perceiving happens but nothing is looking at anything seems to be just perceiving is happening. And we can use the label of the character, we can use different labels to set up what is perceived, but let's pull back from what is perceived. So now you're pulling back a little bit deeper than the place of where you can see the character. We're pulling back to where there's perceiving only. There isn't perceiving of an object. Perceiving only.
Is there still access to perceiving where nothing is being seen or being watched or being recognized? Just perceiving. There are some mind will create stories to distract. See through these stories. Let this shift in perception happen. Check in again now. Where are you looking from? Is it all about the character? Running its story? Or can we see the character? Or do we move back further to where the totality is in view and the connection between that point of perception and manifestation is love itself or is there a deeper perception available where nothing is seen There's nothing looking at anything. you try to stay there, you're back in the character. It's all about letting go, surrendering, softening, loosening. It's there all the time. Whether it's recognized by mind or not, that's the question. 
So let's see if we can move into the next phase of the morning, but see if perceiving is accessible to the body-mind, of pure perceiving. If that widest, widest view, see if that remains within your awareness. See if perception can arise from there, and yet events happen here, talking happens here. But see if your perception can arise from that deep place. If it doesn't, if you can't do it, what will happen is that something will whoop, contract, feel like it's moving forward, and you'll be right into the stories that are being explored here at the top of the room. You'll be right in at the stories. And it'll be entertaining, and you'll have an opinion, and that show will start. If that happens, you've probably left that pure perceiving where nothing is happening. But it's absolutely possible to have pure perceiving and yet events in the world go on without comment. Without your direct subject of participation. Let's see how you do. Do you want to start, Shana? Do you want to come on? Good morning. Good morning. See, am I heard? Yes. So, there is still a tiny bifurcation going on because um, I'm seeing this time, I'm deeply touched by this opportunity to yield to this call I've always felt, to drop deep within and, and to uh, abide. It's not even abiding, it's uh, a pure perception. Mm. Yeah. So usually I am the one that's very talkative. And I had something come up last night, and it's sort of gone. And I think I'm going to, I feel I'm going to allow myself to um, just be more silent. And just, so I don't know, I don't really have a question. You might, you might have a comment about this, but... To be more silent right now, or in life in general? In life in general and right now. I mean, not silent verbally, but just... Um, Just to come to know that experience and to operate from there, because I've been very up here, as you know, dealt with sort of a variant of OCD, self-diagnosed, came from very early on in my childhood. And it's very much sort of the opposite of that abidance. So I feel 
the experience of her pure perception is there, and it, but it feels a little fragile. Hmm. I have to develop that. Is that not develop, but because that's developed. It's not a, an entity. It's, yes, it's not an entity. But it's fragile in terms of just really surrendering to it. That's all. Okay, so I, I just want to make sure I pick up what's fragile. Is it the is it the route to what is fragile? No. Okay. It's the uh, getting into the um, nitpickiness that can happen here. Okay. It takes me out. Okay. So I know that that infallible guidance is available from that unmanifest. So it's just coming to operate more and more from that, move from consciousness rather than from this. The subjective perception. And the gift of living from here is knowing that, in fact, this is, can produce great suffering. Yes. That's the gift of it. We'd like to avoid that gift, but it's a, a great teacher. Yes. So I just, I, you know, this is the way we speak when we speak. I want, I have such a, a longing to operate from consciousness. Yes. Why doesn't it happen? Because that longing, you've often spoken about that longing. Right, right. I, it's a sense of right or wrong, and I, that's the story. You know, it's the being overly scrupulous. It's, you know, does that make sense to you? Not really. No. Um, is there some part of you that... that that is comfortable with the longing. Are you pushing it off? Do you like the longing? I do love adoration. I do love that devotion. Uh-huh. Yes. And um, because you know that longing, that de- that devotion within mm-hmm. the longing context, is firmly rooted in the character story. It's dualistic. Mm-hmm. That will have to be surrendered. Mm. Do you see? Mm. We've got another example of seeking, keeping the seeker alive. Mm-hmm. Longing is keeping the story alive. Mm-hmm. There might be other things, but it's a pretty potent one, and it's up now. Mm-hmm. Yes, the term for longing is mumukshatwa in Sanskrit, and I've always loved that word. Um, you can stay longing for lifetimes. Yes, it's that true. That work really well for you. It's true. Also, I think it's just trusting, just really trusting... Um, it's like falling off a cliff you know it's falling off a cliff and just yeah I'm after the longing you're after longing I'm after the longing longing. yeah I am there's something there yeah yeah do I think it's maybe virtuous to be longing Mm, no it's more the sensation the feeling that you get from the longing Uh, it's attractive to you yes I suppose so, yeah. The pathos. Yes. And it could be, you know, everybody has their own version of a story of what that longing Mm. is. 
so here are some options and you've got to find yourself in this no um longing keeps up the the feeling of being connected because there's something that holds you that you trust that you're devoted to and there's a connection mm. and that connection is beautiful mm. for the character because it's in contrast to the disconnection which is mm. which is separation mm -hmm. so so longing gives the ah you know you're at home and you're at rest mm. and you're you know in the energy of whatever is divine for you mm. you know that's a lovely feeling mm -hmm. but it's based in duality because it's in contrast to separation it only feels lovely for as long as you've got separation running they have to die together right there are some saints that have said oh lord keep me just a tiny bit separate from you so i can i'm not you know i i just have heard that yeah. prayer yeah so i can feel this great so i can feel the great longing feel the great uh -huh. devotion mm -hmm. uh -huh. so if that feeling were no longer accessible to you if that is to be taken or surrendered that would be the highest devotion actually but it would be um The first word that came up was rudderless, but that's not true. Rudderless. Yes. It would not be rudderless. It would be... Um, it would just be... It would just... If I were to... It would just... Be. I, it wouldn't be... Um, are you asking if it would be scary for me or something? You see... You're devoted to yourself. You've just pro projected what you really are onto an external. Right. There's only you. Mm -hmm. You're longing for you. Yes, very much so. Y you know? Mm -hmm. And you're enjoying longing for yourself. Mm. And that's now the problem. It's a great um, divine soap opera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sense of, do have a, I do have a sense of the dramatic in this life, this character. <laughs> yes. It, you know, and maybe it's about demystifying that which you call the divine. It's yourself. It's yourself, yeah. It's yourself you're missing. Mm. And, and mind has just put an image on it of, you know, a place, a time, mm. a teacher, or whatever mm. it is. Just... Which enables you to crank up that connection. Mm, yeah, connection. You know, right. that's a lovely story you've got going. Mm -hmm. It is one of the nicer ones, actually. Yes, But sure. But it's a story. Sure, it's a story. It's a story. And you've got sensation that arises out of it, mm. and a sense of connection, and home, and rest, and all of this paraphernalia. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's all got to go. Your attachment to that has got to go. That's just a bus stop, huh? That's not even a bus stop. It's in a whole nother... Yes. Yeah, it's in a whole nother... Yes. <coughs> this industry is based on that mm, thing. Yes. That longing and devotion. <laughs> yes. Okay. We bought into that one. Mm. Brought you this far. Very effective. Mm -hmm. But it's going to keep you stuck in duality. There's no okay. going home because the longing, you're at home. I mean, you're at home. You just created the story so you can enjoy. Mm -hmm. You can enjoy the relief from separation by imagining there's a going home. It's like, what are you doing? Okay. All right. It's just you. Okay. You, you already are you. 
So your mind is playing a trick that there is a, another you that you can go home to. And when you started to speak saying, I want to I go home more, you know, that mm. longing is there. It's like, you don't. You want the longing. You want the awareness to be on your longing. You want your attention to be on the longing because that's what you're loving. Mm. You're loving the longing. Mm. Do you see it? Yes. Yes. I, you know, I, I've had a beautiful destiny in this life with a teacher and, yeah. and uh, um, that doesn't lessen that situation in any way, but I'm understanding that this is um, what is the case. And you'll see that the teacher is you in another form. Right. Meaning, meaning in that external. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what she wants anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Stew on that for a bit. Okay. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do that one. Sounds sounds great. So we're dropping the attachment to all the longing story, all the devotion. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Mm. It will totally change your relationship with your teacher. Mm. Okay. It will. Mm. The movement of devotion will happen, but you'll know it's just a recycling of energy to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's you. It's all you. Or pure consciousness, which manifests mm. as you. Mm -hmm. You know, another way to say the same thing. Okay. So of course it'll change the relationship with them. But devotion will cycle, but there won't be an investment in it. It won't be an investment. Not at all. Right. It's just like anything else. Like any dialogue. Why? All specialness will go. Right. All specialness. Yes. Yeah. Specialness is, is totally hooked in there. Mm. All specialness goes. Mm. Okay. Sounds getting it? I am yes, I'm very much getting it. Great, 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 great. And I think yes, this is what she's been waiting for. You know, this is what happens. Yes, this is what happens. This is what happens. Yes. 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 Sounds great. Thank you, Jack. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Push that out, yeah. Um, you said the connection between the character and the perceiving was love. Yes. And I'm, I don't think I'm experiencing that. It All seems right. very neutral to me. So I wanted to have uh, you talk about that a little more, if you would. Yeah. So talk to me about love. Well, that's probably the issue, because yeah. what is it? You know, what, yes, is it, what, is it? what does it feel like? How would I recognize that the connection is love? I, I realize that I, I'm not sure. I mean, I associate it with a an emotional sensation, a feeling, but I don't think that's where it is. So uh -huh. I thought maybe you could help me out there. Okay. Okay, so, so love as an emotional feeling, as a sensation, 
that's how it's picked up by the body-mind, by the character. All right? Now, love itself is finer. And it doesn't... It's kind of like too subtle and too fine to manifest as something huge in the body-mind or even recognizable in the, in, at the sensational, emotional level. Okay. It's almost like we're very dense. This is the crudest point of manifestation. Mm-hmm. And the, the real subtleties, the finer ones, um, it's kind of more pure. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I, I experience neutrality, sort of. All I right. guess it's the way that the best, the best way I can say it. There's no emotion. Yeah. There's no, it just, I, I'm perceiving the character. Yeah. And it feels... I mean, there's no real feeling. It's just, like I said, neutral is the best I can do. Okay. You know, there isn't judgment. There isn't, uh-huh. um, which is a real accomplishment for me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and um, there's no, uh, there's no warm fuzzies. I guess you could say. Yes. There's just nothing. Uh, I mean, there's just. No. It almost feels like I'm just observing the character, and not doing anything else. Okay, but that's the I am, no? I don't know. Observing. Is is that different to the observer? Maybe not. Maybe what I am saying, when I say, when I say I'm perceiving, it doesn't even feel like I'm perceiving the character. It just feels like the character's being perceived, I guess, maybe is the best way to put it. Okay, good. And that's that's all I that's all that comes to me. I mean, I don't get a sense of connection of love between the character and the perceiving. Okay. And I think that was a big emphasis that you had, and I, I didn't want to miss that. You sure, know? sure. Yeah. Okay. And it's something that shows itself, and it shows itself when you're able to find the the, the subtlety of of what manifests before something becomes duality. It's, it's, it's almost like there's a linear progression. It's like it's a, almost evolutionary, really. I'm not sure if I'm using that word in the right way, but it's kind of close to what I want to say. Okay. Um, that something rolls out. You know, we get deep in a story and we pull back to something that's a bit finer, that's a bit purer. Mm-hmm. So the way forward with this one is, okay, there's a human experience of love, warm, fuzzy, Pull back. What is love when it's not the human experience of love? I don't know if I know the answer to that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, and say I don't feel I don't feel I know that. Yeah, great, something to explore. Yes, yes. And yeah. any pointers on how to explore that? Because I sat there, going, okay, I obviously don't know what love is, especially in this context. What? what yes. But I'm still just feeling neutral. I don't know where to go with that. Yes. I don't know how to observe or to see yes. the love connection between... Yes. You see the love connection when you can taste what love is without love being for something. It's like love before it gets lost in the... In, or before it manifests in the duality story. Something loving something. Love for something. So we're going into the... It's like a finer version of unconditional love, because unconditional love ha- is not because. I love that because. All right, we've gotten rid of the because, and it's just unconditional. Regardless of what happens there, there's just love for it. That's unconditional love. Now we're going at one step finer than that. 
for what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's not loving something at all. It's love itself. The essence of love itself. The closest I'm coming to that is joy in life, you know, just joy. You just, you know, I mean, when you... <laughs> you just have those moments where happiness is there and not for any particular reason. Is that okay. kind of where you, I mean, I don't think it's the same thing. but no, it's not the same okay. thing. I'm trying to get Yeah, a, but for no reason, yes, that's great, because then we don't have the... There's no conditions. There's no conditions. Okay, we're in the unconditional zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So joy, happiness, okay. And then you're connected with life, because it's got vitality yes. in it. Yes. yes. It yes. shows up like that. And, and there's identification sometimes with everything to some yes. extent. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not sure that manifests as a joy or I identify it as love, but is that kind of the direction? Or? It's the direction, but it's, it's not as fine as where we're trying to go. Okay. Because that's still within the context of how you feel it and how it manifests, and your mind can, yes. can work out that it's, oh, it's just arising, isn't that lovely? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's well in the zone of what mind can recognize as a happening. Love itself is, is just, it's finer. All I can do is open the door. Okay. <laughs> All I can do is say, hey, have a look here. A good step, yeah, a, a good way to move forward on this mm-hmm. is to ask love, show yourself to me. Just show yourself. Okay. Show yourself. Okay. And if there's an invitation, something, some, something has no expectations and we leave a space, you know, and we're invoking that part of ourselves to, to make it known to the part that doesn't know it. <laughs> okay. You see? Yes. Because it's just some part of the mind needs to recognize this, to, to be operational, to be operational at a level that is more subtle than what it's able to do with joy and happiness arising for no reason. Do you see? Mm-hmm. And will I, okay, that's maybe sound like a silly question, but if I'm... If I, act, if I make that invitation and it happens, will I recognize it? Let's see. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I've gotten really, um, I mean, I, I feel like, gee, I don't really know what love is at that level. So yes. I'm not sure if I'll recognize it if I see it. That's it. <laughs> and that's how it has to be right now. Okay. There has to be a not knowing. And that's the availability. Okay. That's okay. perfect. That's the availability. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. Thanks. You've got to spend time with this one okay. and inviting it and just seeing Okay. And if frustration comes up, no, 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 the character's coming in again. Drop it, drop it. You know, just like, okay, you'll show yourself where you want. You know, let's see. It's got to get that soft, okay. that fluid, and then a space opens and, and it will or won't. Okay. But it's great that you recognize, gosh, there's a depth of love that hasn't shown itself to you. Yes. Great. Okay. Great. Okay, thanks. Yeah, sure. Just so people know that the, the Jack style is to give people homework, you know? It's like you, you have to do it yourself, no? <laughs> you can see it. It's like, come on, do it yourself, I'm not spoon feeding. So, just so folks know you've got work to do. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, okay. Yes, I remember. I appreciate already uh, from last night and today. 
Um, Can you pick up Chuck's voice? Oh, yeah. should I talk louder? Um, yeah, or the um, like that? Yeah, I kind of eat the microphone. Okay. Thank you. Good. Um, I, I feel like I'm a bit obsessed with myself. Like I have obsessive compulsive disorder, and I'm the, you know, it's like I'm stuck on myself. Yes. <laughs> yes, sure. And I can pull back from that and, um, you know, be aware of the character, and disidentify with the character. Actually, it seems like there's many characters, you know, different characters. But, um, and the, the, when I uh, am aware of this character, it's like the, the quality is effort with this character. Uh, different kinds of effort, you know. Yeah. Uh, effort, you know, uh, 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 grasping, you know, this feeling that this character needs something or has to defend. Oh. You know, there's. It's tough. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. Really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I can uh, disidentify and be in a place where there's no effort. And, but then when I connect with this character and I feel love for the character, that love also has a, a quality of effort, mm -hmm. too. And it's that love, you know, mm. um, feels very good for the character. Mm. And, um, and it you know, I can sense that this love comes from a place of no effort. Correct. But, Good. and where there's nothing that needs to be done. Yes. And it's done. Yes. And whereas from the character, you know, it's, it can never be done. And it's, there's, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it can never get done. And from the other side, there's nothing to be done. Correct. But in between, you know, there's a, a consensus and effort, efforting. And it's like I go back, 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 you know. And, but then I, I feel like I lose the connection. And, yeah. uh, you know, and so, yeah. you know, I can be in this place of where I'm identified more with awareness. And, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, but, so, I, I guess I'm having trouble with, how to have that feeling connection with this character, but without effort. Yeah. Okay. So when there, okay. So you you you. I want to pull out one part of the map that you drew there. So we've got the character, and and you know, there's a lot to do, and there's always something else to address. Yeah. And then there's a position of loving the character, and that works for the character, but there's effort in that. And somewhere along that line, as you pull back, there is a recognizing of love being without effort. Mm -hmm. Is the character looking at the character in the zone that has efforting in the love? 
There is a me that's <coughs> loving. There is a you that's loving. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's why what I meant when it's, I said there's like different characters. Yes. There's a character, and yes. it's like, oh, poor guy. And yes. it's like, okay, I'm the me that is yeah. loving. But that me, any of the me's have uh, some effort. Yes. And and it feels good, you know, and it's, it's warm and sure. fuzzy, but it's kind of like, okay, I'm doing something. Yes. And I can feel the effort there. I can feel the effort. Yeah. And it, usually the character is not a problem. It's yes. Just certain situations. Yes. You know, yes. activate the character, stimulate the character yes. so that it's, you know, then yes. it kind of falls in on itself. Yes. And that's where it gets, where I get stuck. That's when pain happens. Yes. Right. Yeah, so that's what I was pondering okay. this morning. Okay. Okay, so there seems to be a loop of self-love that wants to happen because instead of zoning back to the place of where love is effortless and there is no reason for the love of the character, there seems to be a part of you that wants to kind of address self-love. Okay, that, that's something you can do. The thing is, Underneath that, it seems to be just another way of keeping the effort going. Even if self-love is totally accomplished, some other story would kick in the effort. Because it seems to be that's the way that, that the character recognizes itself, finds a reference point for itself. Kind of to keep from dying. Yes. Yes. It's like, oh, this isn't where, okay. And then switching out it to another character, you know. Yes. More comfortable. Yes. Yes. And this, it's like this part, it's, you know, when I go into it, it, it feels like a very early childhood place. Yes. Kind of a, a, a real baby fear, kind of, you know, real early. Yes. Like, I got to do something, but I, I'm a baby, I can't do it. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. You know, and it's yes. like that kind of uh, almost a traumatic imprint. Yeah. You know, yeah. and. Yeah. Like that. It's embryonic. Embryonic. It yes. is. It's even more than baby. It is. It's more yes. than baby. Right. But it's, it, it's of this lifetime, it's of this frequency. In this lifetime. Yeah, it's in this lifetime. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You can actually let it pass through. Mm. It's quite loose. You mean give birth to it? Yeah, it's like it can actually just, it's just something that's been a very useful reference point yeah, always. Wow. And actually you can let it pass through. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see that it has, its tentacles are not solid roots. Ah, almost like birth would be like death. For yes. this embryo. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's a fear yes. of birth because, oh, that's death. Yes. And it's almost like it's not its fear. Yes. I think maybe my mother's fear. Yes, correct. Because my mother Have was it. benefiting from being pregnant 
and then if I was born, then she's got to deal with the big closure. Then the big closure. Yeah. And just yeah. Oh. <laughs> right there we go. Yeah. Yeah. You have it. Whoa. Yes. There we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, my mother felt like a little, like a child in a way, even though she had many kids before me. Sure, sure. It's like she was, it gave her her identity. It did. Was, gave her a feeling of security. It did. And she was afraid that, oh, now what do I do with my life? Yes. Yeah. It gave her the strongest role. Huh? Yeah, it worked for her as a role. Being pregnant was really worked for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it can pass through you, actually. It's very mm-hmm. loose. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it can pass through. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're very welcome. Mm. Yeah. Let's see how it. Yeah, the everything is underneath it. It's it, it, that that was the foundational stone. Yeah. It's, it's the foundational like, stone for all of that relationship with love. Even it's the everything as well. Uh, it's the rock. It's like it's already done. What do I have? Why do I have to do anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the character needs to recognize that. Because the character's been holding that yeah. embryonic imprint, mm. but yet some part of you absolutely knows, mm-hmm. sure, nothing needs to be done. Mm. So there might be a bit of a habit in the character of mm-hmm. kind of contracting into like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's just mm-hmm. a bad habit now. That, that mm-hmm. won't have any mm. um, solid belief underneath it. It's just a habit. Mm. So you mm. might have to just watch that for a while and say, oh, Relax. Let there be a looseness around doing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the imprint is gone. It's 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 just runs through. It's very loose. Okay. It's gone. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Brenda is screaming, leave this alone. <laughs> leave this alone. Leave this alone. Um, the mic needs to be much closer. Much closer. Yes, there you go. You're picked up now. Okay. <laughs> um, lots of issues in my body. And it's been going on for months. Um, it really feels like it's connected to transition and moving forward. Um, 
especially on the right side. Uh, mm-hmm. And in exploration, it um, it's in areas that seem to be connected to moving forward, to self-worth, to being able to let myself be creative, be who I am, um, to being heard, not being heard. (laughs) Um, And it's like it moves from one area to the next. When I kind of address one area, it goes somewhere else. (laughs) So I'm just... um, I guess looking for some relief and release and like I say my character didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to address this it just wants to like just stay here um, be in pain and everything could be okay just kind of go with it and but I, I see it as a real block it's a real block to me being able to move forward. Mm. So just wondering Mm. what you might see there. (laughs) What are you afraid of? Um, One thing I think is not knowing what the future is gonna look like. Um, There's some fear attached to that. Okay, okay. As a kid, was there fear of what the future might hold? Or fear around not knowing what the future held? I don't think I identified it as that when I was a kid, but there's um, those issues with my mother. Okay. She, She has some fear, and I think that's... Okay. Transferred, you know, okay. as a part of the nurturance. Okay. Okay. All right. Because a kid is naturally curious. Oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, when is Santa coming? Oh, our cousins are coming. Oh, it, 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 a kid is curious. There's an openness right. and they're like, oh, what's the next show? You see? And then it gets deadened out of us. If you can, if you can remember that, it will be great, but if, if, if you took on something else pretty early, you, you don't have that to reawaken so that you can connect the now to the then. That's what I was after there, you see? Right. When we have a, a pattern that is, you know, fear, fear of, of, you know, what the future holds, what the future holds is an idea, and we connect with it with an attitude. Mm-hmm. Now, ideally or with awakening what we're doing is that there's no attitude at all it's just that it's an idea and it goes on and it's another idea and it goes on and and they're just ideas and they're all the same but while we're doing this work there is an energetic connection how we feel about a thought right Mm -hmm. or the attitude that we bring to a thought so the attitude of somebody who feels a lot of fear they will have everything from dogs to the dark to public speaking and their attitude, their connection point to these thoughts is fear, fear, fear. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So addressing the connection point between yourself and the thought of the future 
is what we do. You can't do anything about the future, and it's just an idea. You can't do anything about it at all. And the future mightn't even exist, it might be dead tomorrow. I mean, that would be a whole lot of worry about nothing, do you know? <laughs> and it's oh, I've done that many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and it's going to do what it's going to do anyway. All the thinking about it in the world, you can start, you know, do certain wise practices in place, but then you can't do anything else about it. It's like, okay, I've set up provision and all going well, I should be fine. You really can't do anything else. Mind your health and, and that's it. Yeah. It's quite limited around what we can do around the future. Quite limited. But the thought of it can run amok. But it depends on how you connect with the thought of the future. So the invitation is to change from that being a contracted sensation of when the thought of the future comes in and it brings up some, uh, something yucky. What we're after is to shift that connection point between you and the thought to one of being curious. Childlike curiosity. And I'm, I naturally have a, a really curious mind and enjoy new experiences, <coughs> but it feels like that something's got that blocked and I feel my body just like going yeah. Uh, yeah. When, yeah. when all this yeah. comes up. Yeah. Yeah, I was sitting back there just like uh, catching myself just being... Yeah, like getting this. tight. Yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah. So something's got that innate curiosity blocked. Mm -hmm. What's that? Well, I'm sure in, in part it's, it's the fear of not knowing. And but the I fear is the manifestation of the block. So if you didn't have that block, that obstacle to embracing the future, tell me what would be the negative of that? The negative of yeah. the block? It's like, oh, it would be wonderful just to be curious about the future. That, that one you can grab immediately. But there's something that stops you from going there. So there must be some negative idea, some, some thing that wouldn't be so good about that. Because you're choosing to hang on to the block about the future, the fear of the future. You're right. choosing that pattern, even though you know you have a natural curiosity and you could apply that one. But there's a block why you can't do it. So for some reason, you, some part of you doesn't want to be curious about the future. Some part of you is more comfortable being contracted. Mm. Do you see? You're doing it to yourself. Yeah, oh, I know this. Mm. I know this. I don't know unless it's maybe staying in place feels safer. Okay. Okay. That's the only thing that really comes up. Okay. Is the feeling safer if I just, at least I know what uh, this is. Yes, you do. May not be all that great, but I know yes. what it is. Okay, so the safety outweighs uh -huh. the, not, the 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 unfamiliar. Yeah, maybe. Mm. What does unsafe look like? Pain. Okay. Unsafe. Maybe it looks 
looks like pain, but, uh-huh. but how, would it, how would it manifest? I mean, is there somebody who's going to destroy you, threaten you, hurt you? Like, how would it show up? Being unsafe. Is the idea based on something? The only thing that's coming up is uncertainty. Uncertainty. Uh-huh. But that's in your mind. Yeah. It's just another idea. What's wrong with uncertainty? A kid isn't certain about anything. If we use that as a, a reference point right. for, for touching it. Out of control. Out of control? Out of control. All right. So what would you look like if you were out of control? Mm. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The only thing I'm envisioning is like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. moments that I actually do that. <laughs> Good. 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 <laughs> okay. So maybe I should just let myself yes. go. <laughs> Being okay with having no control of letting yourself go out of control. So it means embracing madness. Like as in, yeah. <laughs> It does, because that's, that's, that's a, a threat, no? It's like, if I'm out of control, I might lose my mind and end up a psychiatric, in a psychiatric hospital. You know, that's, that's one thing the mind can throw up, of course. But perhaps my body would feel better. Indeed. But, but to embrace it as like, look, if that's going to happen, I'll deal with that too. Life, that happens to people. And, and if that's on my path, I welcome that too. So whatever big threats there are, if there's a like, okay, if that's the way it's going to go, fine. Bring it on. Then there's no threat. Nothing can threaten you. Nothing. So all the things that are out of... Hmm? If you allow the madness. Yes. If you leave space for it, it's okay if that's coming. Whereas if you're contracting yourself to avoid scenarios that your mm-hmm. mind has set up as threats, it's really going to work. There's your obstacle. So then lots of... Thoughts have to be connected to with fear, with, with some kind of dread. Right. There, there must be, you know, because you're in a preventative mode. Yeah. But if it's, how do we get rid of this preventative mode, you know? You've got plenty of common sense, you're able to do the practical things. That'll work, that's fine. But it's the ideas in your head. <laughs> They're the ones that, that are running amok. Yeah. And the most potent thing you said is out of control. It's the most potent. Right. You'd be out of control, and, 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 and then that's not safe, and that's, that's you know. That, there's something ingrained in, in this character that just has a problem with being out of control uh-huh. and not being able to see what is going to happen yes. next. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, what a confining way to live. Yeah, huh? it really is. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, so is that my homework? Well, <laughs> What's my homework? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. So as homework, demystify being out of control, right? Okay. What would it look like? And see if, can I welcome this? Can I say yes to this? If this is on my path, can I say yes to this one? If this is on my path. So then the mind, what the mind is threatening to you is now in your awareness. And if you have an openness to it, the threat is gone. So you're not preventing yourself from these potential outcomes anymore. So make a list of all the, the, the threats that being out of control. What, can it, what does it have in store for you if you're out of control? What are all the things, no matter how ludicrous they sound? Make a list of them and say, okay, well, can I welcome that in? If that's on my destiny, can I welcome that in? Yeah, and the list making feels really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I can do that. <laughs> yes, one of the good skills that controllers have. Right. Yes, yes, yes. the big lists, huh? Yes, uh, sure. Yes, we do. Yes, sure. That's a bad so. memory also. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a good place, I think. Yeah, start, start there. Yeah, you've got to really see, okay, what are all the things here hidden behind this, this contraction? And it's how out of control it looks for now. Yeah. Okay. And let's do that and see. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Hi. The feet is hot. <laughs> Physically? Literally hot? Oh. <laughs> Am I good? Yeah. This is close? I have the opposite thing from Brenda. I, I am easily out of control. But it's okay. Sometimes my mind wants to tell me I need to be more in control. You know, I need to be, I need to do something else, but it's a thought. So, I suppose the level of, the level would be, are you able to participate, you know, in life? Well, that's, I think, why I came up here, because... Uh -huh. um, Something happened earlier today when we first started with you that was a good example for me of an edge. You know, that, that there was a connection. I felt the connection or whatever you call this. And I left. Like you went out? Mm, you, you left? Uh, like I went to the eye. You know, the connection, um, I, I don't know how to really speak about this so much, but I'm, most of the time I'm not um, doing things from thinking anymore, yes. so um, I'm in whatever that integration you told me was, I think still in that, and um, 
I know when I get pulled into the eye, the character, um, like if I want to be approved of in dancing or adored by the dance teacher or, you know, I can see the ways that it, it feels comfortable to be special. Yes, yes. And that's a big, that's a hook for me. But it's much less um, effective. Well done. Great. Yeah. So I saw that it happened just this morning, and I, and it creates um, like I don't want to, I don't want to go to bite that bait. Yes. Yes. You know. So it, I'm curious what your experience. Do you experience that as? me leaving, like, can you feel the disconnection? It, do, you, do you even know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Like, I clearly left. Like, like there was that connection, yes. and then fear, or I don't know what to call that. I, I don't need to label it. It was yes. just leave. Like, don't, like, stop this connection. Stop this um, oneness okay. with her. Okay. With it, it wasn't even her. I couldn't even really see you. You know, it yes. was just that thing. Yes. And then I went into the char. I I got swooped into the character and but left. The, the stop this connection was the character Correct. trying to recreate itself. Correct. Right. It, the thought the thought was first, and then the action came. Yes. So the thought comes stop this connection or or go away or don't whatever it is yes so what did just prior to that thought what did the personal I perceive as being you know uh, um, oh this is my cue um, the personal I is getting involved here what, what did it perceive what was it about that look that we gave each other yeah it was um, it was more of a feeling and a sensation Yes. Um, so it was the um, the feeling of just that love, the lo- the subtle love. Yes, um, the subtle love. Yes. You know, that's what I felt. Yes. And then um, the sensation is sometimes um, like I drank too much coffee. Uh-huh. You know, like there's like a yeah. Uh, you know that thing, yeah. Yeah. and it's uh, it's like that vibration thing. Yeah. And. You know, it just came to me, um, when I, when I, like, hang out in that, in, when, when I'm dwelling, or whatever we call it, right, when I'm attacked, when I'm aware of that vibration, yeah, that's subtle, and there's another, I can match that vibration, um, with another thing or human, it's scary to this eye. Uh-huh. And part of the scariness is is that it will go out like it did, did the other time. You know, it will like go into whatever unconsciousness or, you know, like it did that other time. Yes. Like that, that came to me. So it, it's almost um, just leave before something happens or okay but yet that I don't want to leave I, yes. I don't want to yes 
Yes, okay. So is it that the personal eye is there to stop you, you know, going into that, that zone of where you, you can't participate? Oh, like the, like, like, like the unconscious state? Yes, the unconscious state. Um, I think that it, it uses that as a fear. Yes. I think that's bullshit. Great, that's what I'm after. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's, bullshit. it's totally bullshit. It is, yeah. Okay. Because I may, I swore, you know, I said, I don't know how I said this to who, but it was, whatever happens is what happens. I don't even feel like I know how I got here. I, you know, I, yes. I just yes. was the river. It's like, go to Jack's yes. thing. Okay. Yes. I go to Jack's thing. That's it. Here I am at Jack's thing. That's it. Yeah. 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 So that's how life works. Okay. So the personal eye has picked up. It's not good to go to go unconscious to to just have the the body functioning and no no cognitive faculties at all because you've had that experience. Okay. So now mind is the personal eye has made it a story and uses it as a trigger to reactivate itself. Mm-hmm. Got that. All right. Yeah. So I saw that. Yeah. Okay. So. Can that story exist without it turning on duality? If I don't, like you were saying, if I don't put an attachment to it. it like the eye can churn out all its stories. <coughs> yes. It has, you know, we know yes. them. Yes. It, it's, it's how to not suck in, you know, get sucked that way instead of staying back. Yes. Okay, here's what I, I'm, I, I'm picking up. When, when there's very little that recreates the personal I, sometimes what's needed is to recognize how the, the, total, the total view can use a dualistic perception and it no longer creates the reality feel of the dualistic perception. Because what creates the reality feel is like that sensation of coffee and a contraction and woof, and, and it's up, personalized there, okay? There's a, there, it, it actually becomes really smooth, that like it, the dualistic lens can be picked up and set down, but it doesn't have the believability, doesn't have the reality feel to it. Because if, if, if that same incident happened and nothing brought it into the, re- the this, is, this is real, then the contraction wouldn't have happened. But the, the story of like, oh, oh, there's, there's the personal eye, but it's absolutely known it's not real. There's the personal eye uh, running its own story of, of separation or either connection or, uh, oh. It, that's a really good halfway ground. And what you're doing is is finding the zone, finding the frequency where duality can totally play its game, run the very same story, but the reality feel is gone. But who is the... It's just doing it in consciousness. Consciousness is just running its dualistic story, but it doesn't have, it can't, doesn't, doesn't believe its own story. So it's, why is it running it? I mean, what, what run? It just gets triggered, like, from the stuff in the body? Usually it's just habit. Uh-huh. You see, there's a few layers to it. The, the, 
the habit will have to wear itself down. But right now, the potency of the habit is creating identification. So I'm after the potency. And what's creating the potency is that something is allowing it to, to present as real. Because if, if we believe something is real, the personal lie is in there. It's in there because that's its criteria for appearing. So it's almost um, that the, the, the feeling, you know, the emotion, that like welling, like gushing, that gushing of like, oh my God, you know, all that gush of whatever, that subtle vibration gushing. Mm. I don't know how else to say it. It doesn't gush, but it's like streaming. Mm -hmm. There's that. And then when that hyper-contraction coffee feeling is in my body, um, it's hard to not think that's real. Like, like that's the hook, you know? Like, it's like it tried it with that gushing of the streaming. You know, the streaming is the streaming. Yes. And it can intensify and still be streaming. Yes. It, it doesn't have to, like... But it's almost like the volume got turned up the more I just stayed with what was appearing to be you and just being with you. And then, and then the, the thing in my, in my chest started. And at that point, it was like, oh, shit. You know, I, was, yes. I went right. Yes. I got sucked in. It was like too strong. Yes, yes, yes. And that happens, you know, in, that was a, a, an excellent example. Cause I didn't expect that to happen. Sure. And, and it's like, oh, there's that. I know yes. that. That's yeah. familiar. And it happens, you know, with my dance yes. per partner all the time, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a very good thing for me to yeah, practice. Explore. I'm yeah. not sure. So yeah, what yeah. do I practice again? Okay. So, so... We've got the physical sensation, and that's taken. That's when it becomes real. Yeah. All right. It gets me pretty much. Okay. The physical one does. I can, I can know that thoughts are bullshit, you know, like the thought can yeah. come. The feeling is a little bit stronger yeah. of a pull for me, but the physical body, that's, that gets me. Aha. I, I think, I mean, yeah. that's the way it appears right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is that touch real? Like in duality, yes. In duality, yes. And and I can be in duality. Yes. Or this is du this thing is in duality. But I don't have to be in the duality of it. Okay. Or how about there's a perception of duality? You know, you can see, yeah, in duality, that's the story that's running in duality. Yeah. All right. So, and it's not, it's not that your body is in duality, it's that the perception of your body is in duality. It's yeah. the perception. Yeah. All right. Now, but there's touch going on here. Your body is able to connect with the sensation, the heat of my hand, the touch of my skin. Okay. Your body is able to connect with that. But there's no contraction. It doesn't bring up the Eileen right. character, being an individual. Right. How come? Why does it not bring yeah. it up? Yeah, yeah. It's physical touch. So your body is able to register physical touch, and and not gets and not get, and sucked, not get in. sucked in. Yes. I don't know how it just is. Do it just. Yes. It is. 
yes. doing that. I mean, it, it, I don't know why yes. I'm not getting sucked in. Yes. I can try to get sucked in. Uh-huh. I mean, what if you... Like if the person... It, it's all about what this one does anyway, yes. right? Yes, sure. Yes. So... So your body is using different mechanisms. It has a whole array of potentials and possibilities in what it does. And some of them are taken to be, that makes it real. That sensation makes it real. Uh, that sensation doesn't make it real. How come? Uh-huh. The contraction, the coffee sensation, okay, this is, this is real. It's believed. You know, it's it's more subtle than the physical. It's okay. it's the like energy. I think it's the energy connection. I I don't know how to talk about this. It's but fine. We we got it. We're doing. You we're know, doing fine. you're you're yeah. getting. So yeah, if I'm if I'm with a a, a person yeah. energetically, yes, that's even more um, likely to push a contraction if if I feel I don't know what I'm feeling when I when that happens maybe it's something yes but I think it is more subtle than the even the physical okay it's like an energetic because that's what it felt like from there to there. Because okay. I wasn't physically touching yes. d- dual. No, but it was the sensation in your body that, that m- makes it feel real. But it feels like there's something prior to the sensation in the body. Sensation in the body is already too late, I think. Mm-hmm. So prior to that, there's some, Ener- something. Mm-hmm. And it's energetic. It's prior. energetic. It's, you know, I, I re- remember putting my hand on my chest. Yes. Um, and that wasn't the contraction yet. That was the like gushing love. Yeah. You know, that was the streaming intensifying. Yeah. And that's a good. You know, it felt fine. But I think something decided that's scary. You know, yes. the eye said, "You can't be in this," or you know. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, that's what's coming. That's what yes. it seems. Yes. Does that feel like what that is? Yeah, it does. It's a subtle one, huh? I'm, 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 I'm only seeing bits of it. Did um, you? I guess my, um, I have a question just from, from your perspective. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Were you aware of me, like changing my perspective? No. That's interesting. No. So it doesn't even. It's not even. It's all about this whole. It, yes. Like it made no difference. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all about this yes. vehicle's experience. Yes. But am I responsible for this vehicle's experience? Really? Why is there even an I who cares about it? Like, why can't it just, fuck it, let it, let it uh, contract? Who cares? Yeah, from one perspective, sure. From, you know, when non-dual perspective is running, there's like, who cares? Of course, there's nobody there to do anything, of course. But that's only valid in the non-dual zone. We've so much more than, than non-duality. You know, we've got duality, we've got non-duality, and we've got prior to non-duality. We've got pure consciousness itself. We've got the collective consciousness. I mean, that's just four big poles mm-hmm. in the trajectory, you know? So, 
fine, you can always like, you know, not do something from the non-dual lens because it'll always say, sure, it doesn't make, make any difference. And of right. course it doesn't make any difference, but that's only valid there. Right. In duality, it makes a huge difference. Prior to non-duality, it makes a huge difference. If you're heading towards liberation, it makes a huge difference. So, so it depends what perception is running. But the thing is, is that the totality of all the perceptions have to be clear. I mean, that's what the whole movement is. It's, it's, it's all of it. Yeah. You see, so we can't stop off. Yeah, like hide there. Hide there. Yeah. And non -duality. Like it's be spiritual there. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that was, see, that's really good because that was, that thought came up to just say, you know, you're bullshit again. You know, there's yeah, another yeah, spiritual yeah, bullshit yeah. thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see through them pretty quickly, can, even like without being up here. Yeah. Like I get yeah. that that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we have, we have when there's some, some, some criteria of an energetic connection that is noticed by mind, which means duality. Then we've got the contraction. And, okay, so now we're getting into the... We're kind of going down the deeper levels to find the root. Okay. So, so some, somewhere there must be an idea, oh, there's, for example, this morning, there's me and there's Jack. Something must come up that, oh, there's two. And it must be believed somewhere, even that, mm -hmm. that early on, it must be mm -hmm. a thought that's believable, because mm -hmm. the believable quality comes with certain thoughts, you know? Mm -hmm. And off it goes, then if you, if you have the tendency to believe it, off you go. Mm -hmm. you spiral into it. Okay. So, so the finest we have right now is that there is some part of perception which is believable, a believable thought that comes in which says there's two. Right. There's me and you. Right. Right. You know. Exactly. So that's, that's just a lens that comes in. Sure, in functioning, there has to be zones of where there's me and you. Believing it, that's yeah. the thing that causes the pain. Yeah, believing it. So, so my my step is about wearing the duality lens, like in my work, in my dance, and yes. everything. Yes. And not and not getting sucked into the reality of it. Yes. Is there um, a a homework for that? It's like see that. Oh, that's a thought that's believable. If you, can, if you can identify a thought that has that believability quality, and it actually has a smell, thoughts that are believable. Yeah. They're, they're habitual ones, and then the believability dies eventually, okay? But in this zone, you, it might be a way that you can perceive it, is that there's a thought, but it's believable. It's like, whoa, there's a believable one. Uh -huh. There's a potential to spiral off down on that, but it's just a believable thought. Oh, okay. It's like it's like um, gradients of the thought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so some thoughts are just right, and the more subtle they are, or or they have like qualities that make them more believable. Yes. Until the qualities die. Or vibration. Die off. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's a vibration it. that's attracted to your frequency as long as you have the potential to create the personal eye. Uh huh. Yeah, that helps that you said it has like an odor because it it. I, I can feel that. I, I don't smell it, but I... Yeah, I you can know sense I, something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or maybe in this vehicle, it has a vibration. Yes. Like the coffee feeling. Yes. But like it's that's prior to that. It's the subtle version. It's the, the coffee yeah. bean before it's ground and digested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like me holding my chest yeah. 
before it starts doing that. Yeah. Like something subtler was happening that I went like that. Yes. And then you went like that. Yes. Yes. Because it's a greeting. It's right, a, but it's a I, greeting. Yeah, but I wasn't like mm. conscious of yeah. doing a greeting. <laughs> That's why I came from here, though. That's why I did that, because it's a greeting. Okay. So, um, oh, yeah, this is good because I'm forgetting it, you know. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so what you're after is recognizing that believable, the potential to be believed is a vibration <coughs> that goes along with some thought forms. And something in your system goes for that believability and it does its magic and the personalized is up. So what you gotta do is recognize the believable quality. And it's extraordinary, you go, whoa, that one has the potential to be believed. And then after a while it doesn't, the believability isn't working, so it falls off. It, it's not attracted to you. Okay. And what I'm doing really is putting words on energy. Yeah. That's really what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we communicate through words, no? Yeah. But, but I feel what you're saying. It's yes. Because it's yes. so... Yeah. Because most of the time there's like nothing there. Yes. But in duality, there's something going on pretty much most of the time that I'm with people. Yes. Less so with nature and animals. Of course. But around people, I don't know what, but there yes. will be things going on all the time. Yes. And then thoughts attached to those sensations. or. Yes. So it's just um, being around people, even if it's in silence. Yes. Just let it be, oh... That one's believable. Yes. That has like a five on the believable scale. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it won't, it's good to, um, yeah, never mind. It's good to give that attention. I was, yes. Yeah, I was yes, gonna, you need to. Yeah, you yeah. need to, yeah. Or it will yeah. suck me. Yeah. yeah, you need to recognize that, that frequency that creates identification. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Glad we found it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have to go digging a bit, huh? Great. Thank you. So the last time we met in North Carolina, uh, I was speaking about <clears throat> my mother. Yes. Who else? <laughs> and <clears throat> I began to identify with my mother a lot better at, at North Carolina, uh -huh. I began to accept her and understand her position and yes. where she was coming from instead of having that dual thing going where she was just a miserable mother, of course, who hated me. And I was no good, and you know I should be hated. So that's, but so 
after that, um, and that's foundational for me, as you mentioned the word today. Uh, <clears throat> and one of the foundational um, elements is that I was sent away from home. That was difficult for me. It's okay, take your time. It's okay. Thank you. Uh, when I was about three, at convent, of course, you know. But my brother was being born, so there, you know, there's a, a reason for it, at least practical. But in my mind, of course, I was just thrown out. Yes. There was never any discussion in those days. Just, there was no child to discuss it with. Right? Nobody's there. So anyway, that was foundational as well. And I worked on a lot of that in the past couple of months. It was a very, very good opening up here in, in North Carolina. So um, what happened to me when I was, uh, I was sent away a couple other times. And the other foundational one was when I was seven. And I was sent to my aunt's house. I think I'll just stop for a minute. Yeah, take your time. And, and breathe. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, today I got lost. This is going to be my week of, of dealing with getting lost. And it really brought out good things. I have a Kleenex. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I'll go back a minute. When I was seven, I, I couldn't take it living with my aunt. She was crazy. You know, everybody knew she was crazy. But uh, So um, on Sunday, she didn't take me to church, which was really good, because I just said, I'm not going. <laughs> and I took off. I went the opposite direction. Didn't know where the heck I was going, of course. Trying to go home. But here's one of the things, and, and, it, and it came out today. Uh, what happened was there was no home to go home to uh, because I knew I wasn't wanted there, so there was no home there and no home there. So uh, I was talking to a little girl, you know, I found some little girl was behind her fence in her house, and uh, her mother came out and said, You know, where do you? She was concerned about me, I guess I was crying, who knows. And she said, where do you live? And that is the heart, the foundation of my life. And then I, I ran, just ran, because I didn't live anywhere. So, I, and I got lost, of course. I just ran and ran and ran and ran and ran, and I got lost. So, I've been getting lost all my life. I guess to recreate that, I don't know, to bring it, make it happen. So today, it was interesting because I got an un a deeper understanding. Uh, I'm in a house down near the uh, office, and uh, I couldn't find my way. It's crazy, it's so crazy. I couldn't find my way. So, but I, the office was there, so that's good. And uh, I went and I told uh, the woman there, she told me her name, I don't remember it now. And, uh, So she pointed, so this is really specific in terms of my craziness. She pointed, there's the house right there, you know. And this has been going on all my life about losing directions and not knowing where I'm going. And I saw this house that she was pointing to. I said, oh, you mean the white one? She said, well, it's not white, it's gray. And I thought, well, okay, it's gray. It's what looks white to me. Well, of course, it was the wrong house I was looking at. And she said, you just go down the cul-de-sac. This is so funny. I'm from New York. Mm -hmm. And... 
I mean, I know what a cul-de-sac is, but I don't really know what a cul-de-sac is. This is the child in there. I have no clue what it, you know, what it really looks like in the, I know what it is in the words, but I don't know what it looks like on the street. It, so, uh, and I said, I, I don't know why I didn't say it. Anyway, I tried to find it, and believe it or not, I mean, she was pointing to it, supposedly. I didn't see it. And uh, I got lost again. <laughs> Amazing. And I did focus and I said, look at this dream you're having. Look at this dream. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. And then I met this man and it was like, this is really dreamlike. There was, uh, there was noise going on because he was doing some kind of um, um, leaf collection. And this noise was going on and we couldn't talk to each other. I said, I don't, you know, I'm going to the, the Cabana. The Cabana, I didn't know the real name of it. There's another name, but the Cabana House. He didn't really know what a cabana was, so he took me to a pagoda. (laughs) 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 And I said to him, no, that's not a cabana, that's a pagoda. (laughs) So I'm glad we can laugh. I'm really glad we can laugh. Oh, I wanted to laugh a long time. So then we went back to the same woman. It's meantime so funny. This is an area of this big, and I could not find the house. So this woman, uh, Amanda or something like that, she was very, very kind, very kind. And believe it or not, I'm from Brooklyn Heights in in New York. She was born and raised most of ten years of her life in Brooklyn Heights. So it was sweet, that was sweet, and, you know, connection and so on. So um, anyway, um, uh, so I just got in touch, I went home, to, to that home, I went home and I sat and I cried, you know, for quite a while, and I got in touch with um, Dorothy, you know, in Toto, living in uh, Oz, the land of Oz, lost. Uh, and now I, I have a deeper connection with instead of it just being the event, it was the idea that I, number one, I don't have a home anywhere, which is okay. I mean, that's okay if we're dealing with non-duality and I'm not in touch with the total reality of who I am. So that's there. And then the other thing is directions. I can't rely on anybody for directions. That's brought up, actually while I was sitting here, brought up that when I was lost, when I was being thrown away in my mind, um, I, I, there was no one that would give me any directions. I have a full large family. There were six other children and then my younger brother. But there was no help uh, for directions. Or if they gave them to me, you know what, if, in life, you do it this way, I didn't, I didn't understand when I had to do with home anyway, without going in further, it doesn't matter. So, bringing it back to uh, the original North Carolina thing and then working on it, I really began to see um, a, a disconnection from the character. Mm-hmm. And I really began to see, um, you, uh, not, you know, not a physical scene, but um, a, a much deeper understanding that this is a character and this is a story and this is a dream. Mm-hmm. And um, then I began to get a little, um, well, I don't care, you know, I don't care that much. I'll do it, I'll do whatever has to be done, but I don't have too much investment in anything, 
anymore, which is a good thing. But I'm wondering in this, um, and I know now that from today that there's more to deal with in terms of the character that's there, but I think it's dissolving. And I think that's part of the, and I wanted to ask you that, part of the thing of uh, get, getting in touch with, thank you, getting in touch with the ego uh, all the time. I study Course in Miracles and I'm uh, very, very familiar with the ego. It's with me all the time and I'm watching it a lot. So um, I'm just wondering about this not caring uh, so much. I mean, I really just don't, I continue to live and do, but I really don't have that much interest in, in it. And I'm just questioning whether that is my, the ego letting go, I'm letting go of it. You know, there's, there's a play with words, which is very useful around this. Is it I don't care or is it I don't mind? Hmm. Um. Hmm. I don't know, I think I just use I don't care because that's just part of my vocabulary, you Okay, know? but you feel I don't the difference. Mind. Oh yeah, I can hear the difference. I'm just... Familiar. And which one would be more appropriate for yourself? Because it's, they're quite different. So we need to know what's yeah. your position. Is it that you don't care or is it that you don't mind? I really think it's that I don't mind. I don't think I'm, I'm saying that. Let me go back to it again. The care would be like I don't give a damn. You know, it would have a bite to it. It, would have it does. It has a kind of a violence in it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got a jerk. Yeah. Stay away from me. Yeah. Or get away from yeah, me. Yeah. There's something yeah. strong in I don't care. So is there, you know, let's see, is there something there that's got that bit of a bite? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's really, I don't, I didn't know the words. I mean, I know them, yeah, but I don't mind. Sure. It didn't, it didn't fit in. But it really is that I'm not, I'm not invested in anything. It's an empty feeling. It's not that it's a, um, a good feeling. It's, it's empty. Yes. That's why I'm, yeah. And of course the ego is there and, you know, some, quite often. But um, I'm questioning whether the, I don't mind, and I'll certainly use that expression and test, test it out. Yeah, test it out. See how it fits. Yeah, yeah. But then I, the other thing is that I have this, um, I know that some of the, it is the ego because I don't even recognize myself sometimes. I don't even rec- hear my voice the same. I, by the way, this is a one. This is a good thing. I I just changed my whole eating habits. There, mm. I've lost twelve pounds. I didn't try at all. I've never in my life lost weight without trying. And so, I, um, I'm my eating habits are changing completely. Um, so I do feel that those changes happen yes. to the character. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm, so I guess the last question I have is, um, the fact that I don't mind, which would be really interesting to play with, what then though? What then, I said, maybe the ego says, what then? Do I just stay with what then, or? What's the what then? Give me more words around what then. Well, here I am, living my life, doing what I'm doing, mm. um, but I don't really, uh, I step back, I, I belong to the Unitarian Church, and I completely step back from being, you know, the running things, and sure. doing everything, sure. and I go and I enjoy it very much, but I'm not doing a damn thing, that's for sure, mm-hmm. I have no interest in that at all anymore. Uh-huh. Um, so, I guess I'm a doer, that's, maybe that's why, okay. my, that character personality uh. is do. So the what then is what to do next? Yeah. What? Well, more if I'm not doing, who am I? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. More that. Um, so.
So um, I, I, I do my, my studying, you know, I used to read the Course every day and I do my contemplation. And things are going extremely well yes. for um, the work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I guess it's just um, a lot of um, stuff is, is dissolving. Yes. I think that certainly the family thing has yes. changed a lot. And being here, it's really hard for me to share any of this personal stuff with anybody. So I was thinking of that when I was sitting there. The reason I came, one of the reasons I came up is to, 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 to do something I don't normally do in my life. Good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Name it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see it and, uh, well, I know it's all me, but um, the uh, awareness, which I'm also, the meditation was wonderful this morning, uh, awareness at the moment that I understand it includes everybody and everything. Yes. So yes. it's good to share. Yes. It's good. Yes. Mm. Yes, it is. Do you think that it's a possibility that the character is somebody who can get lost? And, <sighs> and there's, it's not as a result of the childhood traumas, but mind has linked them together. Okay. Is that possible? Well, I can tell you I have no sense of direction. I mean, this character has absolutely none. Yeah. But, but unfortunately, what I do, I, I, it seems like I do it. Because when you're supposed to go right, I always go left. Always. Okay. And I also, when I'm, so it's a character working something out in a way. When, I'm, when I don't know where I am, I, I don't like find, um, you call them huh, direction this but points I try to find the points but somehow it's just I, I stay lost yes and yes. I, I I just decided that was just because I there was no place to go anyway you know I'm mean, okay but maybe it is that um, I'm holding on do you think that I'm holding on to that the character is holding on to that uh, quote trauma uh-huh. for um, I think I am for a reason. Um, yes, I, I think that the trauma is is connecting itself in order to find space to be released. It's connecting yeah, yeah, itself right. to the, the woman who just doesn't have a good sense of direction. Aha, aha, okay. You I know? see, yeah, yeah. Because that's I, a fact, you mean? That's like in yeah, the, in that's the, a fact. It's in, in the dream, that's yeah. a fact. And you can do exercises, you can do brain gym, you mm, can do very various right, things right. To, to help that part of your brain function better, if yeah, you want. Yeah, Okay. Okay. That's, that's just a, a faculty in your brain. You're, right. Just, sense of direction doesn't come easily to you. So it's something you can work on or not. But the trauma has said, whoa, whoa, yeah, I'm, going to, I'm going to connect these two because there I can have space to be released and acknowledged and let go and shared and dissolved mm-hmm. and lose my charge. Mm-hmm. But right now the charge is coming up in the only place that it has, which is when you get lost. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Uh-huh. So let's, you know, give yourself space. Even if you spent, you know, the free time today just just going over those experiences, telling us whatever is like, I need to talk about that one. Come up and just like, I need to just vomit this one, you know, and out it comes. Whatever you need to do to, to, to just break up those old traumas so that they don't lose their charge. The story will always be there, but it has to lose its charge. Mm-hmm. And if we separate the two, you'll find 
getting lost in contemporary time has the response that you said, God, it's really crazy that, that I, I just get lost. So that's very normal. Yeah, okay, it, it is bizarre that you get lost so much. Sure. But it doesn't, it doesn't have emotional pain. It, mm-hmm. you, you see, we've got to split the two. Yeah. What are the responses to getting lost at night? It's like, okay, it just means I've got a half an hour less in bed. Yeah. yeah. You know, how am I going to find my way? Okay, come on, I'll eventually find my way. Or else I can walk around here all night. Okay, one or the other is going to happen. <laughs> You know, and it's, uh, that's life. That's what I said to myself last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it before I went out the door and some kind person took me home. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I'm just going to go out there. I know I'm going to get lost, but so what? When yeah, I so go to bed, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I didn't say the same words, but I'll yeah. just somehow, you know, get there some way. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. it. You'll get yeah. there some way. Yeah. yeah. So, so we need to separate the two so that you can see... Getting lost in this place and time, but the, use these few days to lose the charge out of yeah, all those yeah, experiences. I'd be happy to. Yeah, I'd yeah, be they happy gotta, to. they gotta go because they're coming out in ways down. and and distorting mm. the event of getting lost. It's distorting it. Yeah, because yeah. It's I think it might be the the bottom, you know, of the foundation. I, I'm guessing, I'm hoping that when that part of it goes, that this directions and not getting support, you know, yeah. in my being lost. Yes. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> um, I think that that'll be a big, big help. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's yeah. You'll you see it for what it is, yeah, and that, then yeah. then you can do something about that. But right now, you can't do something about your directionlessness. Yeah. You can't because it's it's the other yeah. stuff is too important. Yeah, it needs to be held. Yeah, and released. Yeah, you know. Got it. Yeah, yeah. We separate the two. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's see how you do with that, huh? Yeah. We've time for a quickie. <laughs> if anybody can just... If anybody knows they've got a quickie, yes? I got a quickie. Okay. It's been hanging around a while, so it should come out pretty quick. Okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> about five years ago, Jack, how you doing? Hi. About five years ago, I started to get into this non-duality thing. Uh-huh. I resisted it quite a bit, but I finally did some inquiry, got some answers that made some sense to me. When that opening happened, there was a, a physical, emotional response to many things that went on. I found myself, at 70 years old, turning into a 70-year-old crybaby. I would see anything that was kindness between people. I didn't even need to know them. I'd see it on a screen in the movies or whatever, and I just get this emotional response that would come up really quick and heart and thing, and I'd almost go to tears, but then it would leave. Okay. And this went on for several months. Then it kind of evened out a little bit, and uh, I asked Stuart Schwartz, do you know Stuart? Yes. I asked him, what was that about? I was going to his sons at the time. He said something that resonated, but not really. And I, he said something to the fact that you never had that as a kid, so when you see it, it's what you missed or something. Okay. Um, I kind of bought into that a little bit, but not yeah. completely. It didn't yeah. feel right. Yeah. So let's fast forward. I went through some kind of a non-abiding awakening last year sometime. 
February 13th, uh, something happened. I was watching a YouTube thing on these two women in Europe who was talking to someone. I went, wham, it just hit me. And I was stunned. And I, and I just like, I, I remember standing in the living room for like 30, 40 minutes, maybe it had been three or four hours, just going, what the hell just happened? Yes, okay. Everything shifted, everything Good. changed. I thought it may have been an abiding awakening, but it wasn't, because yeah. Anishanti opened up in his book, I kind of, kind of got that. And it was all right. And what, what had happened is, like, a doctor said something to me. I was in flow for, for two months. Mm. Doctor said something to me. I never listened to him anyway. And um, <laughs> shit hit the fan. That's all I could say. And I went from here mm. in flow. I went, whoa. Yeah. Bang. I got sick. I got physically sick. Not because of what he told me. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to him anyway. So <laughs> I fixed it. I fixed it on my own. I did some inquiry to some friends who were body workers and this and that. Okay. And Good for you. Long story short, I got it together. All right. You know? And I'm, I'm okay now. Yeah. So now I'm a 73-year-old cow cry baby. Okay. <laughs> it's just more of the same. Okay. Now, I'm not, listen. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yes. Okay? Yes. I don't get that it's yes. bad. Yes. I get that something's kind of cracking open and I got nothing to say about it. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm really into the fact that if I'm not the doer, which was a real reality break in my life, because, you know, I've been a businessman and this, that, and I was, I was the guy, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When I really realized I'm not the guy, uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, you just kind of relax a little bit and say, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm not doing shit here, so yes. let's go with the flow. <laughs> yes, yes. No, sorry. No, it's oh. great. <laughs> I cuss, too, now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I would like to get rid myself. of that, you know, and I think I'm talking to the right person about that one. Am I or not? Oh, listen. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm whatever to be yeah, I think the cussing thing was about when I was coming up with the teenage kids, you know who was the top sure. dog? Yeah, yeah. Top dog never left, in a way. Okay. So what's your take on this, yeah. this crybaby crime? Okay, so, so, so two things have to happen for, for a clean awakening. Okay. A shift happens in our perspective. As you yeah. know, it's like, whoa, and you get to see what's really going right. on, various degrees of how it really works as we shift back. But the heart has to empty out. Otherwise, it's not authentic. Right? That's what's happening? There's two things going on. Some people, yep, the, the heart, your heart is, is, is emptying, is emptying. And funnily enough, it's like your, your body mind has given you permission to let something, me. yeah. You just got me. Okay. When yeah. you said to Ian, uh, love, show yourself, I got hit with a bolt, he went bang. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. it kind of like, yeah, ask for that. Yes, ask. I'm good at that. Ask. So now you just, yeah. you, you, yes. you, you nailed me. Yeah, your heart has to open. It has to be okay. actually empty. So it has to open first, and all that's not love has to leave it. And it's just that your mind has kind of made, it gives yourself permission when you see kindness, this releases. But that's your mind giving, this is going to do it anyway, but we're just adding two and two it's together. It's doing it anyway. It's doing it anyway. I'm not resisting it. It no, comes so sudden and yeah, fast. I have nothing to say about it. Yes. You know? Yes. 
I got pulled over yesterday, just a mile and a half from here, and a cop didn't give me a ticket. And, and on the way out, I went through a red light, didn't give oh. me a ticket. Oh. And, and, and I said to him, you're a very kind man, and you listen. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I just went through a thing, a review, and they said to me, you listen. And I said, I'm confirming it. Lovely. And we both kind of smiled and went away. <laughs> but it hit me. You know what I mean? It was like, you're having a little love affair with this cop yeah. here. For a moment like this, it's like, it wasn't sexual, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Just, just I didn't something get a real. Ticket. I didn't, you know. Authentic. Huh? Just yeah, something authentic absolutely. I, the the words came out. Where did they come from? Yeah. You listen, and then he tells me about his yeah. review. I went, oh, well, yeah. he got something, and I got something, too. I didn't exactly. get a ticket, and he got... Yeah. <laughs> I know how to listen. Yes. Yes. So, God, yeah. you, know, I, I'm, you, you, you hit it. All right. Yeah. So, Ramana Maharshi talks about this heart center, you know, and, and some traditions say, okay, it's all about devotion and all service. That opens the heart. Mm -hmm. Some, it's, it's all about a shift in perspective. Both have to be addressed for it to be authentic. Mm -hmm. sustaining for mm -hmm. real mm -hmm. the heart has to empty out and your shift of perspective perspective has to happen so you've got the mind and the heart you can't do one without the other mm -hmm. so this is how your heart is, is emptying yeah okay it's just coming through that emotional through coming coming through tears mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter a hoot what the story is but th they're coming out it, right. there's an emotional release happening and it's great that you don't have to go into the story of it you know, I know, it's totally spontaneous. It's just, it's spontaneous I think it has nothing to do with yeah. it at all. Yeah, you're, you're lucky. Yeah, I gave it up because basically when I fully realized that I'm not the doer, which yeah. was a bitter pill to swallow. Yes, yes, you know, sure. When I fully got it, I went, all right, so back yeah. off, you're fine. Yes. You know, yes. you don't have to do anything. Yes, so something releases then, yeah. you see. So yeah. now it's doing yeah. its own thing. Yeah. So your mind can say it's because you see kindness, but actually... That's just one of the triggers, but it's okay. doing its own thing. It's got yeah. its own momentum. Yeah. yeah. And what you said last night and today, you opened up more about the character. And I just, I found the character in there that's been dancing all these, all these years mm. from day one. You know, mm. basically I found him. I, I, the spotlight's on a little bit yes. now. Yes, sure. You know? <laughs> sure. Sorry about that. It's fine. Sure. And it was a young... You know, sure. when, when he sure. started up. Yeah, of course. We, and it's great that you see it because yeah. we've all yeah. been jerks. Yeah. It's, of yeah. course, that's how we learn yeah. and how, how we can play with power and how powerful can I be. And all these yeah. games happen, you know, and seeing it is the magic. Being in denial mm -hmm. of it stinks. So it's great. You can see yeah. it and name it. And it's like, oh, well, I have happened, to yeah. thank you. It's like a day and a half here and it's like... Whew. Good. Good it's for good you. Stuff. You're jumping in. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah. May crying continue. <laughs> That's how the heart opens. So be it. Wonderful. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, folks, let's do lunch. Yes.